Our friends at DNCO have styles exclusively in sizes 10 to 32. They're all about helping women find their personal style. If you're plus, you know it's not always easy to find clothes you love. DNCO is all about solving that with a great shop and personal styling service dedicated to the plus community. They have hundreds of brands you love, like Manuel, Third Love, and Eloquate. Use our code SWIPEFAT for 30% off your order. Head to dia.com slash SWIPEFAT to get shopping. Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Nikki. Welcome to Swipe Fat. Where dating's hard. But dating when you're fat is even harder. Every month on our Patreon account, we do fat chats where we talk to you guys. They're actually some of our favorite conversations we've had. Mm -hmm. You can only hear them normally once you subscribe to our Patreon. It's exclusive content for our patrons. But we decided to give you guys a little taste of what the conversations are like. Yeah, especially because we love them so much. And we think that, like, honestly, all of them are amazing, but we want to give you a taste of a few of our favorites that we think have been really enlightening and that you guys would want to hear. So here's a little snippet of what those conversations are like. If you enjoy them, you can join our Patreon. Search patreon.com slash swipe that or go to the link in our Instagram bio. We put out a fat chat episode every month as well as a drunk cast and other exclusive content and we just thought we'd let you guys know what you're missing out on yeah yeah everyone deserves to hear all these conversations so here you go thank you faith for joining us today we're so excited to have you here of course so we just want everyone to know who you are (laughs) so if you want to um introduce yourself your name your age where you're from little asl yeah yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) little email so and then if you're single single or taken yeah been there um my name is (laughs) faith i'm 30 um from olympia washington um and i got out of a 10-year relationship in February so I'm on the dating scene just brand spanking new for the first time in 10 years and I have learned a lot this year yeah wait 10 years you were in a relationship it's your first time or you're back on the dating scene you're 30 so that means you haven't dated since you were 20 yeah no he uh took my whole 20s wow my whole whole 20s yeah 30s are better yeah here's hoping yeah I think they are because like you don't know what you want in your 20s at least in my opinion yeah for myself like I I thought I knew what I wanted and it is absolutely the opposite (laughs) yeah no I am just more more certain than I've ever been of what I want um which has been really helpful in this just brand new dating process this year. So what it's, what's dating been like? My gosh, it's just been so much trial and error and so much, I feel like it's a crash course of like things that people learned in maybe their teens and twenties that I'm like just now learning. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's probably stuff that like, well, Faith, I could have, I could have told you that's how that works. Like, (laughs) I, um, I, my, my last apartment, I had really cute and I really love having people over. So I thought, oh yeah, great first date, have them over to your apartment. Um, I didn't understand that that means, um, they think that you would like to immediately have sex. 
hosts with yeah. them. Right. I didn't understand that that's what that meant. I was like, I'm a great hostess. I'll make them some drinks. I have Netflix. Also serial um, killer vibes. I know. So that that's something that I had to oh, learn. Wait, I'm, Faith, I'm not going to lie. I think that is so cute. <laughs> I love that you were like, I'm just going to have you over. I can make you this really great bourbon drink and we can watch we can watch a movie no, we can netflix you, and chill yeah i'm telling you i had like playlists like i had like we would play like jackbox games i i knew exactly what i was gonna queue up on like youtube or netflix like i'm a great hostess and no it turns out um that's the thing you do if you would like to imply you want to bang them immediately um so I want to go on a first date at your house I know oh my gosh I want to come over I'm telling you I'm a I'm a great hostess I come from a long line of great hostesses um the the first time I learned that was I thought I had a really good um quote-unquote date with this guy we'd really good like banter really good chemistry and I thought um this was maybe, maybe the second guy I'd met up with. I thought because he's, you know, very, very touchy-feely, like he wants to touch me, he wants to cuddle with me, kiss me, like all of these things. I thought that meant he liked me. Um, the biggest thing I had to learn really quickly, because when I was in school and somebody like wanted to like touch you or like hold your hand or kiss you, like, oh, they like you as more than a friend turns out when you're 30 and you're having a guy over to your house for the first time he can do that and like he was less than a friend (laughs) like not even want to hang out with you again so the fact that I thought like oh my gosh we had such great chemistry like all this happened like he'd like touch me like kind of keep his hands off me (laughs) and then he was just like yeah we didn't have uh, the chemistry I'm looking for so I'm not gonna do this sorry I was like what was that yeah what yeah. what I don't uh, that, well I'm not, I'm not gonna lie that would confuse me too you're because you're saying you had like good banner and stuff oh my god we had we had very good banter like especially before meeting up I thought it was great as we met up like we went back and forth yeah like there were no awkward pauses it was very easy like we played games watched a movie I made him drinks hello yeah. like um and yeah no like he couldn't keep his hands off me um and then he was just like nah. <laughs> maybe he just wasn't looking for a relationship nah he just wanted to bang yeah maybe maybe like, that's what they're I don't uh, know these the these men have the audacity to do boyfriend type shit I know and not yeah, no, I, want anything the- from it if one more guy gives me a kiss on a forehead and yeah. doesn't intend to marry me I'm out like yeah yeah, no more dating I I love that crap and I I I learned from listening to the podcast I do need to set that boundary because like that will reel me in Mm -hmm. absolutely it confuses you you're like oh we've been on two dates but like he really likes me he really does and then you never hear Mm -hmm. from him again and you're like nah that's just what he does Uh it's just part of the game yeah Uh that's hard uh yeah yeah are you dating uh, mostly finding people online or in the wild? Oh my god, I wish I could approach somebody in the wild. It's kind of a goal of mine, but no, it's all been it's all been online. 
surprisingly, I'm having the most luck on Tinder. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and I know I keep trying to like avoid the site because I know it's aimed for more casual and I'm trying to aim, aim back towards like an actual relationship or something more more than a hookup for sure. But like the best people that I've met have come from Tinder. Yeah. So like, it's, I feel like you just have to dig, it's dumpster diving. Like you have to dig through like a lot of garbage to find, dumpster like diving. there, there are good guys in there, but there's just a lot of, there are, trash. but I also feel like after 10 years, maybe you need to have that, like to go through the dumpster and like to find those guys and like, just have fun and just see what's fun, out there yeah, yeah. and kind of see what's going on. Because like, you really haven't experienced it in a bit and like, who knows girl, what's out there girl i have made quick work this year huh? <laughs> like you had the same penis for had. 10 years <laughs> the whole phase yeah no he my ex was the only person i had ever been with mm-hmm. and i have um i have raked up the numbers more than i intended to because all i wanted was like one like good friend with benefits mm-hmm. like i could if i found that like cool i wouldn't need to like put so much effort into anything really mm-hmm. but I have it and so I've been going through them gone through mm-hmm. yeah some of my more experienced friends are like oh my gosh you're like meeting my number <laughs> it wasn't it was never my intention um I again I would have settled for one good like friend with benefits yeah, this yeah but year, you're, you but... have to like have your 20s I yeah know. So you're having your twenties, you know, Yeah. I have a friend, I have a friend going through the same thing. She, um, was in an eight year relationship, just broke up with someone and, um, you know, like he'd, he'd asked for her hand in marriage and all this stuff. And she thought she was done, you know? Um, and then started, she's just been, yeah. Like she like, been, actually, she's, she's like, I like having guys over at my place, but she's like, I know it's exactly what I want. Like, you know, yeah. just mm-hmm. to like that kind of situation and then um she just met this guy who like wants to do friends with benefits and I was like there you go like because she doesn't she's not ready for a relationship because she just got out of like a really long one and she's still healing yeah yeah that something I forgot to mention about my last relationship was we were engaged were you? the oh. wedding was 80 percent paid for <gasps> <laughs> and yeah and then he was like mm, nah he said no he um the the watered down version was um especially through the pandemic I was battling like increasingly worsening depression and that really scared him okay he didn't think he could have a happy life with me Mm. um and we found that out through couples counseling and I thought this was just like oh fun like premarital counseling we'll talk about like finances and (laughs) yeah no it turns out we'll talk about how he's not sure he would be happy with me even though we had been engaged for multiple years wow yeah so got to cancel a wedding during the pandemic and I'd already bought all the booze I have so much booze (laughs) oh more more drinks to be made then (laughs) I I mean honestly that sounds like you dodged a bullet then yeah it as traumatic as it was in the moment like it was a very very hard time like of the course. more I'm looking back on it I'm like did he make me feel bad about myself right 
like I'm you know experiencing the world without him now and just remembering like how all these things were with him and I was like oh that wasn't good like well I mean do you find it kind of fun that you get to like explore what you do want or is it like overwhelming a little bit no navigating the world um through fresh eyes and like constantly like trying to push his voice out of my head has been um fun and challenging kind of both at the same time um he was also a plus size and so the first guy that I met up with or the first guy that was like interested in meeting up with is straight size Mm. and that was that was such a huge thing for me I was just like I was trying to do everything I could to make sure like you know I'm fat like you know you know like you've seen seen this like you like every like we did a video call and I was just like he like he understands right like mm-hmm. and that was that was so nerve-wracking because I just did not think had you never been with a straight size guy before no oh. no I didn't I didn't I don't know somehow I didn't think I had a very um I don't know dated view of I don't know leagues or who could be with who and I was like if you're skinny like why would you want to be with somebody who's plus size like you could have skinny girls Mm -hmm. so I've had to undo a lot of that thinking yeah and honestly I've met up with decent amount of guys this year I I heard that people like can't keep track so I made a spreadsheet (laughs) I've started like writing down all of the names that I know and I kind of want to write like details and stuff but at, it's been at least 15 this year. And I think dates are 15. Are we talking dates or 15? I've met up with 15 people. I wouldn't call all of them dates. Okay. <laughs> Wink. Yeah, it would be, it would be giving far too much credit to call. I have a, I have a, a, a note a note you? to my phone yeah of all the guys I've hooked up with and mm-hmm. I some of them have their actual names some of them just have like what me and my friends called them um yeah Ugh. so I think like if you can make a document do it because it's really fun to go back and look at and be like oh yeah I forgot about that guy oh yeah I don't even know if I would be able to remember yeah. <laughs> the I mean, thing is I have only one of them was plus size like I've been going out with mostly straight size guys and that's it's so it's such a huge thing to get used to for me because I just did not like I nobody had been like interested in me really before my ex so Mm -hmm. I just had no idea who I would appeal to like who would be interested it's been some real attractive guys yeah (laughs) good for you girl (laughs) so that's that's been a huge thing that's been a huge hurdle to get over because I know some of these guys like you start talking immediately they're like let's meet up and I was like I haven't figured out if you realized I'm fat yet (laughs) and even though like I take the same approach a lot of plus size women take like you make sure you have the full body photos I have a bathing suit photo like I don't I don't like mention it like specifically in my profile I I just tried to use, you know, real angles and everything, but I'm still, I still just feel like I'm going to end up, if I meet up with somebody too fast, it's going to be like a dumb guy who like, doesn't like, didn't look past like a face photo or something. Yeah. 
I mean, the look is gonna, it might happen. It sucks. But then mm-hmm. you know what? You move on and you, you, you move on. You go buy yourself a drink and yeah. kind of Ben and Jerry's. Oh yeah. man, that, that's. I think for the most part, they do know. I think so. now, like, I think, I feel like the looks I, the looks I've received have been like earlier in life, like yeah. a few years ago. I think lately, I think they're getting smarter maybe, or they just, maybe my, my picker is better of like swiping on people who I'm going to meet up with. I don't know. I get more annoyed with the unmatched later. Cause I'm like, okay, clearly you didn't yeah. do the whole profile look through, you know, that's more hurtful. I feel like at this point. No, I don't mind messaging first at all. I feel like honestly, I have, I have better, um, you know, better introductions than most of the guys, but now there, there are so many that just swipe on everyone Yeah, and then look at the profile and then they're like, whoops and unmatched. So I get a new match. I don't even look at it. Yeah. I wait, mm-hmm. <laughs> but if it's still there in a little bit, then I'll send an introduction. But yeah. That's like, smart. Mm-hmm. I'll take that know. advice. <laughs> Have you had a favorite date so far? Like the one that you thought was like the best that you maybe learned something from or just like have you gone on second dates mm, yeah question. so I made it ooh, as far as like what I'm gonna call official dates I think I've made it to third with a few guys mm-hmm. um just been okay one of them was definitely like he was gonna go off and like teach in Europe in the fall um mm-hmm. and he was like this is going to be like a summer fling and I was like deal perfect love that yeah um and that was that was nice yeah he did like he the bar is so low I'm like he paid for things (laughs) what a prince you know yeah what a prince uh um gosh the thing the sucky thing was like the date the like didn't want to have a second date like I I had like so much fun on that first date (laughs) The one guy who was just like, mm, I didn't, there wasn't any. Oh, the chemistry one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, oh gosh, there was, I, I really try to arrange dates or meetups in a way that like I would have fun if they didn't show up. Like mm-hmm. this is a fun day for me. Hope you can make it, you know. Oh, I love that idea. Um, yeah. <laughs> so there was a guy who was, um, We'll say maybe maybe an hour away or something. And he lived in a city that had this hotel that I really wanted to try out. And it had like this giant like jetted tub and that I'm all about a big jetted tub in a hotel. And I was like, okay, I'm going to make this a little staycation for me. I'm going to hop on the train. I'm going to book this suite for two nights. And it was it was very fun. The, the first night uh, we watched like HGTV in the hotel and that was great we took like a bubble bath together and I <gasps> wait stop hold the phone you took a bubble bath with him that's amazing <laughs> that's like so intimate I've only done it once really well, I guess I've now showered with guys but like a bubble bath is like showering bathing with another person is so oh, yeah, intimate yeah. how was it yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, w- it was very, very good. That's I've actually done baths or showers with like several guys this year. It's like my favorite. Yeah, this is like your thing. 
This yeah, is your no, thing. I love, oh yeah. No, I love, I love a, I have like this astro projector thing that like projects like the starry night sky and like I turn mm-hmm. off the lights and that's like, I like that. As, I'm like, sorry, Faith, astro- can I date you? Yeah, yeah. what the hell? 100%. Um, <laughs> I like it as like a precursor to getting intimate because it's like it's kind of like we're exploring each other's bodies but like you're not like looking like right at it you know like in the light um and it just feels very like essential and I love it I mean I want this I want this because like my first my first bath was with and I've been dating him a long time and then I never showered or did anything like with any other guy and then like was very much like we're gonna shower together I was like what and like, like showers are so it, functional like it's just yeah. about function and then it became a thing well not in my house it's not about function because like it was like very intimate but then like my I have a tiny vintage like you know like I have mm-hmm. an old like a very standard apartment shower that there's not a lot of room in so like the idea of it but then it was like an every time like I never sh- when he was in Chicago I never showered by myself once so is this a thing like I, you're telling me it's a thing yeah yeah no you just gotta replace your shower head with one that also oh. has a little attachment and then you I re- I re- water. oh I replaced it with um now one that's like um a big rain shower I upgraded okay. to a rain shower in my little sh- shitty thing so nice. that's an upgrade but okay <laughs> can we all take I was gonna be like can we all take a ball bath together now but I think that's a little weird sorry we could just okay. go in a uh what are those a, a hot tub, tub? <laughs> okay I I'm sorry that I diverted so you you went to a hotel you took a bubble bath with this man yeah so I uh we we drank um a decent amount before that and I decided to put in a whole like travel size bubble bath thing turns out that's a lot a lot of bubbles in a jetted tub <laughs> And so we spent the first couple of minutes just like tossing the bubbles into the adjacent shower because they had like filled up the t- like a solid foot or so above the tub. And we were just shoveling bubbles like into the shed. So that was very fun. Um, but like he also I didn't like pay for things and I had to ask him because I was broke. I was like, hey, so uh, I covered room service breakfast on a first date. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, um, can, can you cover lunch? Which was going to be like Vietnamese, like something yeah. Not, yeah. not fancy. The man didn't even pack like a, he knew he was going to be spending a good night. Didn't even pack a second outfit to go oh my out to lunch. Uh, but oh he was a he was another first um he he was 20 <gasps> I know I know well that hit that shows is like the things you're saying that yeah yeah, yeah that does make paid. sense yeah he's like I didn't bring another outfit he didn't know what yeah. was going on yeah <laughs> he had no yeah. idea you probably blew his mind with that like romantic bubble bath. oh my god he's you changed the trajectory of his whole sexual experience yeah because he's now going to do that with other women and like they can thank you for that yeah for real you taught him oh my gosh you know what else I showed him TikTok for the first time and now he's got like a viral video shut up (laughs) he doesn't talk to me anymore but like (laughs) you probably don't want to talk to him anymore either so yeah because like how is the sex yeah 
it oh it was what like I think we did it like three times in two days or something okay. it was I'm telling Gen Z can get it okay okay I'm telling you okay that that's something that I have realized like or I'm not really trying to like date date somebody right. that young mm-hmm. but a fling with somebody and Gen Z has been like the best this year like, Come they're, like they've they're educated they, right. they have like education they like know where things are <laughs> yeah no he he did it he, okay okay yeah. okay i feel like uh oh okay good for it <laughs> i need it maybe we need a bigger young dude i know i'm like mainly dating men that are basically 40 so <laughs> um I feel like I'm missing out. (laughs) Yeah. And I didn't see, I didn't seek out people that were that young, but on Facebook dating, they'll show you like, "Mm, this this person wasn't within your parameters, but they like you. Facebook dating does do that. Yeah. And he just was, he was very, very, very attractive. And I was just like, you know what? Well, we'll have a real short conversation and nothing will come of it. And I'll just say goodbye. And it turns out we had a really, really good conversation, really good banter. And I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm this year for you. Yeah, I'm loving it too. I think this is great. You, you're, I mean, like you said, you had to go through a very traumatic thing, but you know, now you get to learn what you want and have a good time. And I think you're doing it the exact right way. And I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I'm, I'm hoping to be disappointed less and less in yeah. the future. <laughs> well, I think you will. Like once you like, it, you're still learning what you want, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you've got to go through all of that to like start weeding through the, the better. Yeah. It'll happen. And I'll, and they all turn into fun stories. Exactly. That's true. Their, date, their first date fodder. Or for your girls. Yeah, you get to, exactly. You get to be the friend who comes to brunch with like all these fun mm-hmm. stories. Yeah, I think I'm significantly more interesting to my friends now. Yeah. <laughs> You're a good hostess and you have good stories. Yeah. <laughs> Life yeah. of the party, man. Make me a bubble bath and a cocktail, <laughs> please. <laughs> Absolutely. Hi, Erica. Thanks for joining Fat Chat. Hi. Thanks for having me. Of course. So we're going to keep this super simple. Let's start off with the basics, your age, where you you're at. And if you're single dating, what the status is. So I am 41 years old uh, and I live in Silver Spring, Maryland, which is just outside of Washington, DC. So I'm in the DC metro area and I'm dating, but not anyone in particular, but I started seeing a guy that now it's about to get complicated because his ex-wife wants him back so that's fun. <laughs> yeah oh, we're starting hard some juice <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, this like just started to implode yesterday actually so oh. yeah so i mean it was never going to be anything serious anyway you know like i was okay. really like i don't think we have like a ton in common that's going to make it a long-term relationship but you know, he's super handsome and I definitely wanted to like have some fun with him. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so his ex-wife just started reaching out. Um, and he, his, uh, 
I don't know why he told me, but yeah, he, he says she's been sending me pictures showing me how her physical change is going. Basically is like she's dropped like 50 pounds since they broke up and she's sending him pictures of how oh, she is now. He's so not it. No, no. I'm like, that's dumb. Well, and mind you, uh, he's 32. Okay. So he's like younger than me and still yeah. very stupid so yeah cool. like younger and just ready for some fun that you I just, just really wanted him. to have sex with him but yeah <laughs> but you know what he like the sound that he would already tell you that like his ex-wife wants him back like that that means he's not it like if right, yeah. I feel like no yeah it sounds like he's still into her then yeah yeah I don't yeah like don't why know. would he tell you that you're right like it's right. a weird thing why? to tell it's yeah. so weird like I don't need to know that if you have something complicated but you also want to have fun like yeah. chill like right like you go handle your business and I had actually written him a text message like basically explaining that of like I'm not trying to be anybody's girlfriend right now what yeah. you do is your business and what I do is mine yeah um let's just hang out when we can and so yeah I don't know how I yeah, got like you weren't you, but... you're not like we're in a relationship and you need to tell me your whole life story yet yeah, yeah you haven't no. even met right you said we have we oh, have, have we okay. actually met in the wild oh wow yeah i um was i got so i officially got divorced in december we had been okay. uh separated since february of 2020 and so the night of my divorce my other single mom friends took me out to you know dinner drinks celebrate shebang. yeah and on the third stop of the night um a friend was like, oh, I know a few guys that are out at this bar. Let's go there. And I'm like, great. And I was hammered. Um, <laughs> but he was there as, you know, like a friend of a friend. And then the next day I get a message that, you know, he was trying to get my number and like, was it okay if she could give it to him? And it took, it, like, it took a minute because I was just like, uh, I don't know. Like he's fresh out of relationship. Yeah. I don't, you know, mm. yeah. but I'm like, all right, whatever. He this said. sounds like a literal movie. Like yeah. you, on your divorce party night, you go out and meet a guy yeah. <clears throat> and he's like a Zac Efron in the movie. That's what I, I cast him as Zac Efron. <laughs> he's, he's Spaniard. Uh, Ooh, Zac Efron, like okay. even better. Uh, even with the beard. Better. Yeah. So you met him in the wild. It's messy. We're moving on clearly because you're divorced. Do you have kids? Yes. So you, I you have, have too much going on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, I don't have time for this. It's one of those things like, you know, I get every other weekend, like for dating. So if I'm going to go out with somebody, it's got to be like, I can't be on the brink of being canceled on because that completely wastes the night that I could have at least been with my friends, yeah. you know? So, um, or by yeah, yourself so, relaxing. Right. But I don't like, please don't ever let me put on a full face of makeup and then cancel. Yeah. Um, I went out with a guy that was nearly it was two hours after when we were supposed to meet he kept on texting like I'm going to be 30 more minutes I'm going to be 30 more minutes but like leading into it he had called me like we matched on I don't know, tinder I think it was tinder but he had called me on the phone and ha we had conversations every night since we matched and I'm just like all right I'm gonna give this guy the benefit of the doubt that he had a brutal day at work and he's still just trying to like get his shit together tonight mm -hmm. maybe he's all right um, he was over two hours late, 
we meet there at the restaurant and I tell them, Hey, I get it. It happens. Don't ever do like, don't ever disrespect my time. Yeah, like I was that just going to say, that's so disrespectful. Wait, were you sitting at the restaurant that whole time? No, no. He had texted me before I left, but I had already put on the fresh face of makeup when I started getting the texts that he was going to be late. So I kind of felt in it and I had already told my friends I'm going out with this guy. And so I just mm-hmm. felt like <laughs> I've got to get there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was a, like, we had a great date. We shut down the restaurant. Um, we made out in the parking lot and then he's like, Oh, do you want to go like in the car as opposed to standing outside the car? I'm like, yeah, sure. Uh, while we're making out, he reaches down, he pulls out his dick and says, don't you want to touch it? Yeah. Mm. And I'm just like, excuse me. What? Mm. <laughs> he's like, don't you want to touch it? And I'm like, I guess you want me to touch it. Yeah. Why don't like, you wait yeah. for me to touch it? And so it? then I touched it for like a minute and then I'm like, okay, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what, really? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to have like hook up with you in a car. I'm like, I'm a grown ass woman. Great. And you were two hours late. Had he been on time, I probably would have been a lot more flexible on yeah. my boundaries. But don't you think that's co- the wild part is like these men don't understand that if they are more open and honest, and just show up to the bare minimum do the bare minimum (laughs) that we will most likely give in to what not what they want but what we want too. yeah like I don't know I just it frustrates me so much much it's like if you had just done more things right you would be in the situation that you want to be in but because you couldn't like give me the respect that I deserve then no now I'm not interested anymore you give me the ick Yep, totally. And it's really like, I actually feel proud of myself because there's probably a point in my life that I probably would have like slept with him anyway, Mm -hmm. just because I felt like, well, when is anybody going to want me again? So I might as well take it while it's in front of me. And I'm like, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Good for you. I had a situation this week that was similar to that. I was like, if I were younger, I probably would have. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, someone wants me and like they're hot. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, like, let's do it. But yeah, yeah, you're so right. I just feel like at some point in time, there's like a flip that switches and you're like, like, I know. It's called, it's called knowing your self-worth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, having having inner confidence, even though people on TikTok now thinks that we have zero. I know. (laughs) But but, uh, it's like. I did a TikTok about how we were, it was like something similar to like what you were just saying. It's like, um, I get, like, if I get rejected, I always turn it back to like my weight, like that, that I was rejected because of that, even though I like rationally know that's probably not true. Like it's Mm -hmm. probably that our personalities don't jive or like there was something that he didn't like about my lifestyle or, you know, like it's more likely that. Right. But I always in my head, because like, you know, we're in this fat phobic society, I still somehow I'm like, well, it's something with that. He wants yeah. someone skinnier. And so we put up a TikTok and everyone's been like, maybe you should love yourself more. Oh my God. I know. And it's like, uh, trust me, I love myself too much. Right. <laughs> I mean, I am not like short on the self-confidence. I feel like, like <laughs> I know that I'm the shit and I know that I'm amazing. And I actually think I just updated my hinge profile to say, um, you know, in the prompt dating me is like. Yeah. And I yeah. just put in last night, I'm like, finding a fucking unicorn. Whoa. <laughs> I love that. I love that too. That's have you watched that show? Have you watched that show? The unicorn? It's on Netflix. 
No. Oh, okay. It's about like a dad whose um, wife passes away. Oh, that's right. They're supposed to be called unicorns, aren't yeah. they? Right. Oh, yeah. No. He like never dated anyone else but her. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he's just like a nice guy. And everyone's like, are you a unicorn? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't consider him a unicorn for myself. Yeah. I don't, I don't want somebody that's like only had one other one person yeah. and like, is just desperate yeah. for the relationship. Cause I feel like, you know, I, I personally believe that's why so many, um, divorced dads end up in relationships before the women do is yeah. because they're basically dysfunctional adults, you yes. know, they're, they're oversized children mm-hmm. that don't actually know how to live on their own. So it's like, they just seek out women that can then just step in and continue take to take care, care of, of them. them. Yeah. A hundred percent. And even like people like widowers are the mm-hmm. same. They yeah. hop immediately into relationships yeah. because yep. they've, they've been taken care of their whole life. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's you, what they think makes them happy. Do you like when, now that you're dating, do you feel like you're trying to look for people who um, haven't ever been married or are you like, it does it not really matter to you? Oh, I am all over the place on that. I'm kind of all over the place in dating in general. It's like one day I'm like, I just want somebody that I can have sex with when I want to have sex and they're like my booty call. And then I want like, I want someone to love me and hold my hand and take me on dates. And, um, but in general, I'm kind of open. Uh, I feel a little red flaggy about guys in their forties that don't, haven't ever been married or had kids. Um, I don't know why exactly that is, but it just, you're right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but then it's like partially, like, then you think like about, like, I don't know. I think about myself if I'm like, still like, if I'm still single at that age, it's like, well, then am I a red flag too? You know, it's like, like because on one level you think, well, it's it's important to not settle. Right. And like, you wouldn't want to just get married and have kids just for the sake of not being the 40 year old that didn't do it yet. Yeah. Um, but for men, it just, uh, I don't know. It just feels like they are just relationship avoidant then, you know, that they are mm-hmm. just going to look, or, or at least they're not going to be the right fit for me because I have kids. Right. Like my whole life revolves around when I have my kids, what my kids need, when they need snacks, mm-hmm. you know, who needs to go to the doctor, like all of it. Um, so I feel like when they're that free, that they've never had that level of responsibility, whether it's in a partnership or with a child, Mm -hmm. um, they're just not going to get my life, you know? Yeah. I think it's the commitment thing. Like you've never had to, and and sometimes, okay. So like, let's say you're 40 and you were in a long-term relationship maybe for a long time and you just never got married I feel like that's different there's always like exceptions to rules right I think like what Eric you're talking about is like someone who has like never really been in a long-term relationship and is in their 40s and like hasn't really ever committed to someone which I feel like is very common yeah now with the like that I see anyway on dating apps and it's like if you couldn't commit to someone who's to say you can do it now right and are you gonna want what I want which is like a family mm-hmm. and you know the whole kit and caboodle or do you just want to like go to Mexico um whenever you want right I'm like I want to go to Mexico but like I have to do it on a weekend around my kids yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> I feel like right now to be in a relationship with someone I would need to have them tell me that they've been to a therapist mm-hmm. yeah. because that tells me that they understand that like there's growth to be had that they're not just who they are and just deal with it 
Um, and so many men just have no interest in therapy and think that there's absolutely nothing wrong with them. You need an evolved man. (laughs) I do. I really do. Like I've just done so much work on myself over the last few years to get where I am that I'm just not willing to, um, be in a relationship with someone that can't meet me in the middle and recognizing emotions and talking about them. Yeah. Nor should you. Mm -mm. Yeah. Know your worth. Like that's it's your year. That's your year. Uh, that's yeah. what I thought 2020 would be. Oh yeah. Alex boom, said boom, boom. that 2022 is the year of knowing her worth. I think it should be oh, all yeah. of our years of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, it's my year of no fucks given for sure. Let, yeah. Like not like letting things fester in my brain, you know, I'm an overthinker. So I think like anytime I've been in any sort of like even situationship, I'm like, am I doing this right? Am I doing, like, no, I don't care anymore. Like if you want to pursue me, you pursue me pursue me if not like bye like mm-hmm. I can't be like chasing you around the city I don't chase I attract I use that mantra too I don't yeah. chase I attract what is meant for me will be mine exactly Prizes don't chase winners exactly yeah. exactly so, I agree yeah it can get frustrating though like I know the dating no matter what it's always gonna be frustrating right like it's never gonna be perfect yeah yeah. It's a, I have a, sometimes I have a hard time too, because I, I'm fine with like being picky, but at the same time, I've got, you know, a couple of single friends or mom, single, single mom friends, single mom friends that um, they're dating as well on the apps and they're both straight size. And so they will go on endless amounts of dates. Mm. Like if like one broke up with a boyfriend and she was like getting back on the apps and she had like dates lined up like every single day that she didn't have her kids. And sometimes I get sad because I'm just like, mm, I feel like not as many people are like swiping on me because they see that I'm bigger. So I'm never yeah. even given the opportunity to. Um, but I try and remember that, you know, it's quality, not quantity. Yes. Like I'm even like noticing more and more we've like, I've Alex and I joined a random Facebook group here in Chicago where they're talking about guys and dating like on TikTok like I think everybody has a like has a problem dating right now especially um and I don't know we put my profile on I'm like what am I doing wrong and all these like fangirls are like you're doing nothing wrong the same shit happens to me and I think sometimes we just have to remember that it happens to everybody and just because our some of our friends are going on more dates than we are like doesn't mean they're going on good ones exactly I was just gonna say that like just because they have they got the quantity they might not have quality so you know yeah I I had a friend who won she's um mid mid size and she went on six dates last week what how does she have time horrible horrible (laughs) all All of them she said Uh, all horrible well so I mean what kind of vetting process is she using I mean, I think she's in the same frame of mind as you, sort of like I'm more in it for like if something serious happens, cool, but I'm like more so looking for something casual, like a guy that can come over and hang out with me on like a weekend and like maybe we go to dinner, but I'm not really looking for like a ma- she just got out of like an eight year relationship. So I think it's the men's <clears throat> fault because Absolutely. my theory is that the men cannot seem to grasp the notion of dating because I actually think that's what we're looking to do is actually dating yes. whereas men either want 
fuck friends that they don't have any responsibility to or emotional mm-hmm. connection to or women they want to marry. Mm-hmm. There's and no like, in between. For there's that. no in between. And I'm just like, but I want the in between. I want you to like woo me and date me and we can have sex, but it doesn't mean that, that you're in a like relationship on with this me. path. Yeah. Like yeah. we have to have a conversation that says, oh, hey, I don't want to see anybody anymore and mm-hmm. I'm not going to sleep with anybody, you know, right. like that, that conversation should happen. It shouldn't be assumed. And I feel like some guys are just like, oh yeah, once you're dating them, it's like, oh, you're mine. I'm like, I am no one's property. <laughs> so true. Yes. You're right. You're absolutely right. It's like, why can't we just like go on some dates and like figure it out? <clears throat> and if we both don't want to date each other, we don't date each other. And if we just want to keep it casual, we keep it casual. But like, I need to like get to that point. I think it's either like, I don't know, went on a date with one guy this weekend. I feel like it was like either, you know, you're in or you're out. Uh-huh. And, you know, I guess I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one between them. You're right. No one. How did you find the podcast, by the way? Oh, yeah. Oh, good question. I was trying to think of that. Um, I was torn on like, was it a TikTok find that I found the swipe fat TikTok first? But I actually think I may have just been like Googling fat dating, you know, that I just wanted to like, see if there's anybody else out there talking about the challenges that it felt like I was facing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys may have been like a Google search result, actually. Love that. Yeah. That would be our first one. Yeah. Yeah, research, yeah. yeah. We've had people find us through an article, TikTok, already followed us, mostly TikTok, friend yeah. of a friend, but yeah, mostly TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like on TikTok all the time, but I do kind of remember the first time that I like saw the content, but I didn't look who it was from. And I'm just like, and then I, you know, I was like, oh, this is great. And then I looked, I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah relatable to all of us yeah we're in a tribe yep I appreciate (laughs) that you guys do this and put yourselves out there like this for for everyone yeah yeah of course and the Facebook group too I enjoy the content Mm -hmm. that people share on there yeah Yeah. I think it's good for people to have other people that they can like vet their stuff Mm -hmm. through that also are in the same situation as them because I think it's hard um, when I talk to my straight size friends, they're like, no, that can't be why they're not talking to you. I'm like, mm, okay, well, it might not be why, but like, I still want to talk about it. You yeah. know, like it's still a concern for me. Like if I'm worried that like a guy doesn't want to talk to me because I'm fat, like, I don't want you to just like placate me. I want right. to, to talk well, about sometimes it. Sometimes it is why, right? You yeah. know? Like, I, I know. think that we've all had enough experiences where someone has straight up rejected us or mm-hmm. called us fat mm-hmm. to our faces yeah. that like, we're aware that this is a possibility that they are, you know, not pursuing us because we're fat or because they're not taking us out on dates because they're fat or because we're fat. And like, I had a guy when I was 19 years old, um, that I had hooked up with and the morning after high quality date, um, he took me to McDonald's for breakfast. Oh, wow. We didn't sleep together. Cause I was still a virgin at that point. Okay. Um, but we just hooked up like restaurants. Um, but we're sitting there at McDonald's and he looks at me and he's like, well, you're not too fat to fuck, but you're too fat to date. And like those words have lived Whoa. With me since then. Like he said it directly to me and yeah. I was like broken because it's like, 
it, it, it kind of made sense as to like my whole high school career, why I was able to like hook up with people, but yet I was never anybody's girlfriend. And then all this, like, that's when I, the light bulb went off. I was like, oh shit, people don't want to present the fat girl as their girlfriend. And I mean, mm-hmm. obviously that's high school and men hopefully um, mature past that, but um, that, that exists. And mm-hmm. just because our, you know, straight sized friends haven't experienced that, like, they don't get shown to their, you know, boyfriends or guy they're hooking up with friends because they probably have three other girls that they're hooking up with. And yeah. that's why they're not getting brought out, but, you know, right. like, but for yeah. us, it might be because we're fat. Right. Yeah. But like, no one, like no one's ever said it that like straightforward to like, yeah, it was that's shitty. insane. It was shitty. And I wish that it did not live rent free in my head, but yeah. Ugh. It, yeah. Usually implied what was his name can we find him? oh my god I couldn't even tell you his name I think maybe if I saw a picture of him I could probably like that's the douchebag but that's I don't even remember his name I want to hunt him down right <laughs> oh sick sure. Nicky on him yeah let me, if, let I, me, if I ever find him if he ever yeah. pops up in a suggested friends on Facebook oh my god yeah let, it, let me add him <laughs> Serge do you want to tell us um your age where you're from and if you're single or dating yeah, I am um, Sarah. I'm 29 and I live in Des Moines, Iowa, and I am single and not actively trying to date, just okay. kind of letting things come as they may right now. Okay. okay. I like that. Similar yeah. <laughs> to Kirsten, who we just talked to. Yeah, we just talked to Kirsten earlier and she's sort of um, taking a break from swiping, but not, she still wants to like date, but you know. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. Like the dating apps can just get so exhausting. Like it gets to a point where you feel like you're putting in so much effort for like one or two words. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like I wasn't even getting dates anymore out of them. Like it was Mm -hmm. just like casual chats. So I was like, you know what? Taking a step back and take a break. Man, Um, I know what is up with that. And I know this isn't just a fat thing. It's like everyone thing. Cause like my friend is you know, she's straight size and she's dating right now. And she's like, I'm literally been talking to a guy for a month. We were supposed to go on a date yesterday and he canceled. She's like, so what's the end game? Like, why, what's the point? The longer you talk to somebody, the least likely you're going to meet. I know. Yeah. And it's just like, it's kind of just like that cycle of like endless talking stage. Right. And like you said, like I'm in therapy. I love therapy. And like a part of a lot of what I'm talking about right now is like my confidence and like being okay, being single and loving myself. And, you know, like she says, you know, a lot of the things you go through, like all body types go through, like all my clients say a lot of the same things, but there's definitely like an added layer that contributes to it being a plus size person. And she's Mm -hmm. also a plus size woman. So it makes it so great to like relate while in therapy, you know? Yeah. 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 I wish we could all have a plus size therapist. Right. I didn't know it when I found her, but then I met her for the first session. I was like, oh my God, I love you. (laughs) You're like, yes. (laughs) That feels like we have a theme for this episode because Kirsten was basically saying the same thing. Sort of like, you know, you gotta build up your confidence. Yeah. And being okay, being yourself. Yeah. Just by yourself. By yourself, yeah. Right. Yep. And I mean at 29, 30, like, I'm just, I own a home. I love my job. I love my dog. I love what I do for hobbies. So just like, you know, at this point, I only want someone who adds value to my life and doesn't bring like stress. So like, I'm, I'm happy with my life and I'm only going to bring in someone who adds value to it. Um, so it's just a matter of like being okay with that, that that could be the next five months. That could be the next 
year that could be the next five years, you know, and that like, I'm not on this timeline that society is kind of set for us, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's no clock. There's not like racing clock anymore. Right. Yeah. And I like, I just saw a TikTok this morning of this 40 year old woman out hiking and saying like, if I could tell like my younger self that it doesn't matter, like just be you, be the amazing person you are, like do the adventures you want to do on your own. Like, mm-hmm. you know, saying, I, I wish I could have told my younger self that. Yeah. And I think that that's great that that's like a bigger message that's getting told to younger women now. Yeah. That's actually a a great segue because I know, Sarah, that you're um, very outdoorsy, outdoors enthusiast. And I know that, you know, that can, uh, that's like another added level of like being fat and like wanting to be active and like being in the outdoors. There's like this stigma of like, why are you out here? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about that? Um it's hard. A lot of people, you know, diet culture and fat phobia. So like entrenched into some of our society and mindsets that like in the outdoors, that's really pertinent when like you're doing hard things, you know, some big bodies can do hard things. Um, like this September for my 29th birthday, this past September, I summited Mount St. Helens and it absolutely kicked my ass, but yeah. I did it. Yeah. Um, congratulations. It was, I mean, it's a big thank deal. you. I, I cried at the top. It was <laughs> amazing, but like a lot of people don't realize that. And so like when you're looking to date somebody who has similar hobbies, you know, a lot of people in the outdoors community don't look at big bodied people and think, well, they could do this with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or they're just not attracted to it for that reason. And then for me, it's kind of like, the only men that seem to be really attracted to me are men who have zero interest in the outdoors. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm also child-free by choice. And so for me, having those similar hobbies, that's like how I want to spend my money and free time. So it's kind of like, that's a really big deal for me. So it just makes dating harder, you know? Um, I'm in this new singles, outdoor singles group that really took off recently on TikTok. And it's really intimidating for plus size women. Like I've actually posted about it in the Facebook group. And a lot of women are like, that looks really intimidating because it's a lot of intro posts of like really like, you know, standard, pretty straight size women posting those like Instagram photos. on. Oh, I saw your post about that. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's really intimidating at first, um, you know, but I want to be out there like being like, Hey, we're here too, you know, and they're also great. Like plus size bodies in the group now. Um, and there's so many amazing plus size outdoors influencers out there. Like Jenny Brusso with unlikely hikers is amazing. Um, but it just, it really makes dating that much harder for yeah. me. Um, especially being in the Midwest where there's not as many like outdoorsy focused people. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved back here after living in Washington and Hawaii and some other places. Um, so it just kind of, like I said, adds that harder level like I'll meet someone and they seem nice enough but they have zero desire to do those outdoors things with me or like the outdoorsy men I do match with on apps are only interested in one thing and that's not dating me yeah you know and so it it just it makes it hard like when something like that is kind of like your big hobby and how you want to spend your time and money yeah are there any like actual like just regular hiking groups that you could join like in your area yeah, there's a couple of them. There's a couple of women only ones. Um, there's a new local Midwest one called Midwest Hikes and Hammocks that I've gone on a few hikes okay. with. Um, and it's really nice, you know, and if you find the right group, 
people are okay with like somebody going slower. Like there's usually always going to be someone to hang out with at the back of the group. And that's the thing, like take your time mm-hmm. and enjoy it. It's about the hike, you know, not trying to keep up with everyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a really fun way to meet people. Um, but I think that's the intimidating thing. It's like, I don't know. I like go, I travel a lot with my dad and my sister and mm-hmm. they're both straight size and very active. And I'm always like, runners. I, they're runners. Yeah. And I feel like very like, um, intimidated, you know, where it's yeah. like, I want, I don't want you to hear me breathe heavy. <laughs> right. Like, it's, yeah. uh, like, and I enjoy doing this stuff. It's just like, I have to go a little bit slower. And also I'm just a slow worker in general. Like even when I was like straight size, I was just always slower. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. At no. all. And so it's really nice when you can find a community that is willing to go that pace with you. Um, so like some of these influencers, um, do like plus size women's only backpacking trips, you know, and have different events. Um, and there's some like, um, plus size climbing, like rock climbing, um, stuff. And a lot of it, unfortunately is specific because that's where so many outdoorsy things are, but there is a community there and it's great once you find it and it's great to like feel comfortable. And I was lucky enough when I did St. Helens to be with a friend who was willing to like stop with me and be like, you're going to, you're going to summit. We're not turning around. You can do this, take the breaks you need, you know, it's, and it's a great feeling. And it feels really great when you can prove to yourself that your body can do that. Yeah. Do you feel like it was easier to date uh, or find outdoorsy people to date when you were like out West or in Hawaii yeah. I mean, Hawaii was different because it was like, you're on an Island. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like a small town and then you yeah. get flooded with tourists on the apps. Mm-hmm. Um, so dating there wasn't great, but like just meeting other outdoorsy people was nice. It was really good in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, cause everybody that lives there really is passionate about the outdoors. Um, you know, so a lot of times like you might have a coffee date or something, but then there's a lot of dates that are like hiking, snowshoeing, you know, um, snowboarding, whatever it is you might be like, there's just so much out there and there's so much access to it. Mm-hmm. And, and that made it nicer for sure. But there's still kind of that level of like, like you're overweight. Like you, you, you can keep up with me. You want to do this? Well, yeah, totally. And then like on my end, there's the, but I don't want to hear him. Like or I don't want him to hear me sucking air. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. right. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, okay, what, uh, what like flat level trail? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a guy, um, asked me on a date to the Indiana dunes once. And I was like, absolutely fucking yeah. not. Do you know how hard it is to climb sand? <laughs> oh yeah. That was, that's like the last part of St. St. Helens, right. Is like the ash is sand. Field. Really? well it's the ash from the explosion oh, okay, okay yeah and so it's the same thing it's like trudging through it so it's like hard yeah I wouldn't want to do that as a first date no <laughs> or even like a, a fifth like <laughs> this was gonna be a second date and maybe I was we're like, engaged Bro. <laughs> yeah you have to be really in love with me <laughs> to see me climb up sand okay yeah because I'm gonna be sister. slipping and falling well it's like they're very steep so you have to climb like, yeah. like your hands and you have to like grab onto branches and like basically okay, pull yourself up so right. I was like veto yeah. <laughs> you know no, how about man. we walk around the neighborhood <laughs> yeah yeah and that's just it like even with some of those hikes it took a long time for me to be comfortable it took St. Helens for me to be comfortable 
with using trekking poles. Like I was like, oh, okay. it's a sign of weakness. And I'm like, Is it? No. it like to, in my mind it was, okay. you know, but it like, oh my God, they helped so much. And now I'm like, damn it. If there's stairs, if there's a hill that like some good elevation, I'm taking my poles yeah. and I'm using them. What's a trekking pole <laughs> <laughs> for the non- outdoorsy person they're just like the the fancy walking sticks that you buy that have oh. like the around the strip the, yeah. or the str- I can't talk the and what strip. do they do for you <laughs> yeah I just yeah. what do they do for you they just um, stabilize you yeah they mm-hmm. kind of it's kind of like all of a sudden becoming a four-legged animal instead of two so it helps like distribute the weight and like when you're going uphill and downhill you can put pressure on them oh. um so it's not like all of your thighs doing the work. Clearly, um, I hike a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we were like planning our trips, like our slight fat trips on one way. Like there was a bunch of hiking options. Oh, yeah. But you all have to stay in, in, uh, in, in tents. tents and I, I just can't. <laughs> yeah, that's valid. I've yeah. never, I don't think I've ever slept outside. I've, outside. I've only camped once and it wasn't my best. Do you camp a lot, Sarah? Um, I haven't recently, but I'm getting into it more, especially with this new like singles outdoors group. There's yeah. meetups happening all over the country. Um, so I have a decent tent, but like more and more of the thing to look into is like rooftop tents. Okay. Um, so you can sleep on top of your car and it just pops up as opposed to having to like set up a whole camp like tent or a lot of people are building like platforms in the back of their cars and trucks to make like a bed, like a sleeping yeah. pad. And then oh. you just like tuck your gear underneath that platform what yeah it's a whole yeah. new it's a whole nother world out there it is yeah yeah. I, <laughs> yeah all I'm thinking is you're saying they're doing meetups like around the country I'm just envisioning giant orgies that's what, my parents, that's what my parents said too like outdoors people because like the first one was out in, in like the desert somewhere yeah and my parents were like, so it's orgies. It's like single people out, like basically doing like a, a camp granola burning man. And I'm like, I guess I, I can see how you get that impression. Well, I'm, yeah, maybe not orgies, but like so many hookups are going to happen. You know, it's interesting though. I think a lot of people are kind of in the same headspace that I am of like, dating's been rough. I just want to meet other singles who have the same hobbies I do. Yeah. Because once your friends start getting married and having kids, mm-hmm. their travel abilities, you know, aren't as as great. And like, making dinner planned availabilities aren't as great. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so like, you know, not wanting to be the third wheel and wanting to meet people that you can still like go travel the country with and camp with and rock climb with. So like, you know, there's a handful of them that met at this first meetup a few weeks ago in our van lifers and are still like traveling together that's cool yeah. so it what's kind of the makes- what's the name of the group that um um it's called outsiders together okay yeah um there's a tiktok and a facebook um and then we also have a discord server that i'm an admin of oh um, yeah yeah she fancy i know <laughs> Um, it's a really great community. And like I said, it's kind of a mixed bag of people who are looking to actively date and people who are just looking to meet other singles with similar hobbies. So it's been really great. I think that's a great way to meet people. Like I was reading a book called how to not die alone, Mm -hmm. really apt title. And, um, one of the recommendations was, you know, like do something like find a, an event to go to something that you normally wouldn't 
and just go with no intention of actually like trying to meet someone but like finding people who like things like you because they could introduce you to someone down the line you never know right the point is to like get out of your bubble comfort zone right and meet people like I could go with Nikki to a party and meet someone who's going to introduce me to someone five years from now you never know so I think it's just like you know trying to do something yes to things saying yes yeah and like how I'm, I said yes to go into the club. <laughs> we went to the club I'm, last night. <laughs> yeah, we went to the club last night. Yeah. There's not much for clubs in Des Moines, but that's also not my scene. You it's know, not like, our scene it's either. Not our scene either. <laughs> we definitely did not belong there. <laughs> no, and we all were trying to make eyes with the promoter. We all wanted yeah, the all same, of us. We were all like, we all hello, Tyler. The same man. <laughs> Of course. Um, you know, that's one thing I'm blessed with is like, I went to Tulsa for work recently and I was like, I've got nothing to do. I'm just going to up and go from brewery to brewery. And I met so many people and just like chatted up the bartenders and it can be so easy sometimes, but then it's like, how do you translate that into friendship? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. even if I did that here in Des Moines, it's like, how do you like cross that kind of awkward bridge of being like, Hey, you seem really cool. Like, I'm not trying to hit on you but do you want to change number, trade numbers and be friends? Yeah. You know? And so groups like this kind of take that awkwardness away because yeah. you're like, this is our interest. This is our hobby. Like yeah. let's as a group all go do this thing. And if I make like stronger connections with a few people, yeah. great. Yeah. Cause I think like, I really like these sticks and then you send them, say, I'll send you the <laughs> like link. You can send yeah. the link. Like yeah. that's how you get their number. <laughs> <laughs> I, cause it can be just as intimidating trying to go on like a friend date as it is yeah. going on a date, date. Friend dates are friend dates. I think are more intimidating. Yeah. And like we were talking about using BFF um, and it just like, it seems so forced and unnatural, but it's yeah. never like really worked for me. Yeah. You know, it's like, hi how are you but like uh, what's what do we like like yeah. you know what yeah. I mean yeah. yeah I feel like with Bumble BFF you like you you do it quicker that like try to meet up quicker than even like dates like normal right. like dates like you're like oh you see like oh they like they like that like we they like two one or two things that I like why not like let's just go grab a drink like say let's go grab a drink and if it works it works if it doesn't it, like it goes yeah but, like I mean some of the honestly friend dates have always some, turned out to be some of the best dates that I've ever had yeah I mean even some like <clears throat> some of the relationships I've had turned out to be ones where it was like we know there was an expiration date mm-hmm. you know and so there's no expectation mm-hmm. it's like a lot lower risk and so you just enjoy it while you can yeah, right? yeah. and I think that's kind of with friends too is like there's not an expectation that I'm going to get like emotionally attached to you in a romantic way mm-hmm. so like let's just go and see fun have fun and see what happens right did you have expiration dates on your relationships because you were moving around a lot is that why or um some of them yeah so like when I lived on the Gulf Coast it was for summer research cr- courses um and so like one summer there was like a Coast Guard man I met down there and the second summer there was an, an Air Force man and so it was just like hey you're really cool let's enjoy it while we can um and then in Hawaii there's like a lot of seasonal workers and a lot of tourists so it's just like you know I was kind of okay not dating long term there because I didn't know where I was going to go next I went Mm -hmm. for a research internship and ended up staying for a little longer and so it was just kind of like yeah let's just have fun and see what happens very very blue crush yeah 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 Yeah. um and so 
yeah. And some of those people have turned out to be like great lifelong friends, you know? Yeah. So, but it's different when you decide you want to like intentionally date and find your partner. Intentionally mm-hmm. date, yes. Yes. Intentionally That's what I like dating. to say. Yes. Yeah. You well, and I, I well, we were messaging on Instagram about that this week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I remember. Um, because it's like I messaged this guy on Bumble, and I think this is what we were talking about, right? Yeah. I like messaged this guy on Bumble um because it said um well, it's, there was something in his profile that I thought was like you say you want a relationship, but then you put something in your profile and it was weird. So I was like, we had already started talking, and then I noticed that. And I messaged him and I was like, well, what's the, what are you trying to get out of this? And he was like, I just want to date and like, see how it goes. And I was like, okay, so you're not, you're casually dating or whatever. And, and yeah. He got, like mad at me. And I feel like no. if you say that you're intentionally yeah. dating guys, see that as like a red flag. Yes. Like being direct is almost seen as a red flag. Yes. That onesie, that guy onesie, he told me that he was like, I hate it when girls have it in their profiles that they're like, I'm only here to date like people who like know what they want and all this stuff. And I remember thinking at the time, like this is before I had, we had had that matchmaker on yeah. and um, she like was talking. I was like, I kind of had a, like an, a light bulb moment. Cause when he was talking, I was like, yeah, yeah. What? That's crazy. Women be crazy. And then when she was talking, I was like, no, it makes so much sense. They're dating with intention. They're dating with like setting their expectations and their boundaries. You're just mad because they know what they want and you don't. So you need to say that you're casually dating right you're fine but it's like just say that then yeah just I think <laughs> I had one recently that was super frustrating because I like had posted um and said like I'm looking to date I'm intentionally child free like I'm looking for a partner that loves to be outdoors and this great man messaged me like we had great chemistry just messaging and talking um you know he's in med school about to start his residency loves the outdoors And then, um, I mentioned like procreate, like the drawing thing. And he made like a procreating joke. And I was like, okay, well, since you brought it up, like, this is a good time to say I'm child-free. Like I've had my tubes removed child-free. This isn't like a, I'm not changing my mind. And he all of a sudden was like, well, I want to be a dad. I was like, okay. Like I had this in my post and he's like, so do you not want to date someone that you can't be with long-term? And I was like, no, like my post said that, like, (laughs) really great but no I'm really intentionally trying to date and sometimes when it's hard I fall back into like maybe I should have said yes like maybe I should have enjoyed that casual encounter but at the same time I know better like I know that's not what I want for myself and as nice as that comfort would have been it it ultimately would have been me like mad at myself yeah and sometimes distracting I feel like right you know like it can be good in it because it is um affirmational right like you have these people who like do want to be with you even if it's just for a little bit like it's nice it feels good and you like sometimes it's helpful for me like confidence building right to keep dating but then sometimes you slip into these things where you're like okay wait but I like them and like now I don't want to see anybody else and that can be bad because it's like you know that what they want right and you then are putting expectations on them that's not fair if as long as you know what they want and yeah you know. as long as they're being open and honest like you can't blame them no right and I think just not enough people are like open and honest and direct enough about their true intentions mm-hmm. right yeah. yeah even me like, sometimes because yeah, you know right. like swiping on people that are casual you know whatever that's not what I want so why am I um, swiping on them I know right. 
or like when we had that dating coach on and she was like well you should put this and this and this and I'm like but that doesn't seem me like that seems like intense that doesn't make me seem like likable yeah going it's like that's what cuts out like the shit Mm -hmm. and so I think it's hard because it it whittles down what little we already have you know as plus size women we already have like a smaller pool and it whittles it down more and it can be a little bit depressing yeah I think what's hard too as a plus size woman is sometimes it seems like your pool is really large because you get all these matches but then like men don't vet profiles so I get they just swipe yeah you know so I get all these matches that have zero intention of dating me and then there's a ton of those men that will gladly sleep with a plus size woman but never date one Mm -hmm. and some of them will lie to you about it Uh or get what they want and so like I'm thankful I've like learned enough in my years of dating that I've kind of like I can see those signs pretty early but yeah like it's hard to be intentional and direct when you know like your pool is just like getting smaller and I knew when I got my tubes removed and like yep this is it I'm child free that that was going to make my pool another smaller you know but that's what I want for my life and that's what I think it's all about is figuring out like this is what I want and I'm okay with that and if that narrows my pool so be it yeah you have to be okay with it it was a real full circle moment like moment there you just wrapped it up for us Sarah yeah Sarah damn girl Welcome to Fat Chat, Kelly. Yeah, welcome to Fat Chat. You can let us know where you're from, if you're dating, how old you are. Give us all the goodies. Sure, yeah. Um, so my name's Kelly. I'm 32. I'm from Dallas. I am divorced, and I have been with oh. my current partner for just under two years. Okay. Okay. How did you guys meet? Okay, Cupid. Oh, this yeah. is like the second person we've had on. No, on OK Cupid. I will tell you. I think OK Cupid really depends on your area. Okay, as to whether or not it's shit or good. But for my area, I think it's great. I met my ex husband on OK Cupid. Like, okay, so out. everyone who's in Texas needs to get on OK Cupid. Yeah, like right now. Yeah, I think part, and my boyfriend feels this way too. But I think part of the success of OK Cupid is that you go in and you answer the questions and then you rank like how important they are to you. Mm. And you also get to pick like, these are the answers that I'll accept from someone else. Mm. Okay. So it just has more data to like match you up well. Um, my partner and I, we were like, I think 97% matched. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Should we go on OkCupid and give it a shot? No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can. <laughs> I don't know if I can take it. I so my one of my best friends met on her husband on OK Cupid, but like seven years ago, right? I so because then it was it was like hot hotter. It's I feel like it was yes. like depreci- a smaller market. You know, yeah. there weren't very many places back then. I know because I was online dating then. So yeah. Really so and yeah, that would have been right, right? Like it's like how long ago? Maybe five years. I don't know, but either way, it was like just starting to get like not as cool anymore. Yeah. Here in Chicago. And I was sort of like, I can't believe you met someone on OkCupid because um, it was just like, you know, started, it was, I feel like that's when Bumble came out maybe. Mm. And Bumble was like getting hot and like the hot guys were on Bumble, quote unquote, I'm putting that in quotation marks. Um, Anyway, I would, but yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot of success stories, so 
maybe you're right. That's why, because you have to fill out all that information. It's people yeah. who are going to take that time. We're actually invested in dating and trying to find an actual mm-hmm. relationship. Well, that's what people yeah. say about match and eHarmony. I, yeah. I, I think that just skews older. I know. Like that is and like, like my dad's age though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he's dating right now. And I feel like, Oh, is he on we should do an episode with Jeb and find out where he's dating how he's dating never mind we won't do that for your soul for no your thank soul. you I mean we talk about it because um all me my sister and my dad are all trying to date right now so it's mm-hmm. like um interesting but mm-hmm. yeah we I tried to put him on like hinge and um it's just like he wants to meet someone who's like in their like 60s or 70s and that's like hard sorry this isn't a, yeah. an episode about Jim so no, let's, let's talk about, about Kelly, Kelly. <laughs> it's about Kelly <laughs> Kelly um okay so you got divorced Mm -hmm. how long ago did you get divorced um it's so I moved out of so we had purchased a house in September of 2019 we moved in in November of 2019 and then I moved out um in May of 2019 so it's just been wow this month marks two years wow I was single for 58 days after it yeah did you immediately go on okay cupid yeah yeah okay. wow so for context because that sounds really bad um, no it doesn't my, <laughs> my ex-husband um was a sex addict and he cheated on me and so I had been in really intense therapy for a very long time and so by the time I was like this is over I like I knew that we would get divorced in February. Okay. And so like, I really like did a lot of work on myself to like be ready. Uh And I was like, okay, I think I'm ready. So I moved out. I asked him for a divorce the next weekend and I went live on the dating apps that night. Okay. I was like very ready. And I wanted to like have a year of casually dating no strings attached because my ex-husband was the first person I'd ever had sex with okay I was like I'm gonna have a whole year that was my whole goal (laughs) I want to like get out there like I'm gonna do me Uh, yeah (laughs) no I'm gonna let other people do me that was (laughs) and so um I went on a bunch of dates in those 58 days um but I knew that I'd found my my next husband by the time we saw each other the second time I just knew and this is something that I definitely think y'all should talk about on an episode so my boyfriend when he like asked me to do a zoom date it was like the beginning of the pandemic so zoom dates were like the end and he was like I have an idea you can totally say no if you want to but I have always wanted to do like a first date where you answer this list of questions and the New York Times has actually written an article about it and I think it's titled something like 36 questions to develop emotional intimacy oh wow and so you've done them yeah and I did them you did yeah and I think I did them too why have we not talked about this? I, don't, I thought we did. We did them on our Zoom dates when I, we were Zoom dating. I, I thought, okay, sorry. <laughs> Keep going. She's shocked. Yes. So um, I was like, yes, I'm totally down for that. I love it. And we 
just, he had a glass of wine. I had some whiskey and we went through the 36 questions. And I'm convinced that that is like why we are together because he has never, he has always been straight size now in the pandemic, you know, but <laughs> he had never dated a fat girl before. And when I say never dated a fat girl, I mean, like his most recent ex was maybe a size two on a good day. Wow. Like very thin women. And I was like, I'm a size 30 baby. Come get you some of this. <laughs> And we've been together ever since. And I'm convinced that that's why. So that is what I tell all of my single friends. Like, find you a guy who's willing to do these questions. Because yeah. they're interested in more than a hookup, right? Right. They're willing to put in that effort to, like, get to know you on a personal level. At the very least, they're not going to ghost you, right? Yeah. At yeah. least, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I feel like this is a good goal for me. Something for me to do. Yeah. yeah, I think you should definitely do them. I think they're kind of, some of them were, uh, I don't know if we did the 36 from the New York Times, but we, you get like, you get deep Yeah. and like, yeah. Some of them are lighter, but like, no, some of, of them are. Yeah. I remember one of the questions was what is the worst day of your life? Mm. And I like, have never met this person yeah we're both getting in it you know and I think just him being able to show that like first off vulnerability right because like men aren't great at that but also emotional maturity and intelligence to like be willing to like meet someone there in that place um definitely made us have a much stronger connection than we should have had right and you did this on the second date um this was actually it was our first date it was okay. our first zoom call so we had two four hour phone conversations wow before mm-hmm. then we had a zoom date on a monday and then i came over to his house for indian food that thursday and we first spent a weekend apart since wow and he had never lived with a partner i moved in after eight months wow over a year so in fact my ex-husband's brother and his wife are sitting in my living room right now playing board games with my boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. (laughs) Okay. So before you met him, how was the dating otherwise? It was terrible. Okay. It was pretty bad. How many dates a week were you going on? Because you said you dated a lot in those 58 days. Like that's three, two to three. Wow. A week. Yeah. 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 Some weeks more, but yeah. Oh my God. And when I say date, I'm not talking about like like Austin and I's first time seeing each other was like a seven hour date. Like that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking okay. like the worst date I went on. I met him for dessert at the Outback and left. It was 30 minutes long because it was terrible. And he's still you trying to me get him off in the back of my Shut up. And to God. Ted's no, so didn't. upset about it. <laughs> I haven't seen Ted yet. So he is very cute. He's so cute. Yeah, we both like at the end of the day, we're like, so this isn't really. And he's like, no, but like, you know, you could like give me a blowy in the back of your car. And I was like, you've got me fucked up. Like, there's no way. It's not happening. It's not happening. First of all, first of all, <clears throat> if I'm not getting anything, sorry, I don't know what's wrong with me today. <clears throat> um, if I'm not getting anything out of this, it's definitely not. I'm not giving you a blowjob. Like, if I'm yeah. never seeing you again, no, blowjob is not the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. Okay. And this is after he was like, I expect my woman 
to give me head, but I am not going to give her head. Fuck I was off. Like, you can miss me with that bullshit. Fuck like, off. You can miss me. I'm too old for this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Everyone should be too old for that. That's <laughs> Yeah. The Have you fuck? ever given any guy a blowy in the backseat of a car? Oh, me? No. Alex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of yeah. Alex. Yeah. Okay. I have two. I just wanted to make sure. And, I've and given roadhead. Uh, that's dangerous. I've done that on the first date, but with like someone I had chemistry with. Yeah. <laughs> Not you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it was pretty mm-hmm. bad. He talked the whole day about, um, ultimate frisbee but it's not called ultimate frisbee anymore it's called ultimate and he got very offended when i said ultimate frisbee wow yeah he was also like three inches shorter than he said he was it was a whole thing (laughs) it was a whole thing (laughs) so Mm -hmm. yeah and and then there were some good dates too like there was one guy i was like kind of casually dating but like serially like we had been on four or five dates we had like done an overnight date um, I had went on a date with him the day that I had my first conversation with Austin and I was like, this isn't it, you know, yeah. <laughs> cause it was like, I knew that he and I weren't going to be like, he was not going to be my husband, mm-hmm. you know? but I was like, I'm casually dating. He's a nice enough dude. We get along well enough. And I also believe that like feelings and attraction can grow. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't think that, although when I met Austin, it was like, our emotional connection was really strong. And so it felt very quick. Yeah. But when I met my ex-husband, like I did not think he was cute. And it right. took a while to like develop that. And then the second he cheated on me, all of a sudden he was not cute anymore. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I think a lot of that is just our emotions and how you're connecting with someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, I was trying to give this guy a chance, but mm. once I had the real thing, I was like, this isn't it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's so much like for women, it's so much easier for us to disconnect like a physical appearance from like an emotional connection because it's so much more important for us. I wish for men, I know this, I'm not all men, you know, like hashtag not all men, but um, then it's like that there are some who can do that as well. But I just like, I wish it was easier for them. Like it was for us. Like Mm -hmm. there's been so many men that I've been not into at all. And then like, worked with them for like two or three years and then I'm like oh wow yeah Yeah. I'm into you but I feel like it's so not the other way around I will say and again not all men but with Austin when we first met like I was definitely fatter than he thought I was even though I had a full body picture and in my profile I say I am very fat I'm very happy with that so if you are not you can miss me but even with, you know, you tell them and they're like, well, maybe they're lying to me. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Why do they, why do they think that? I don't know. We're not lying. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I know for him on his end, like he always thought I was cute. Right. But for there to be that like sexual nature, like I took a while. And I also truthfully think it took us being sexual for him to be like, oh, oh. she fucking put it down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like took a while, which I think is normal. Did you guys yeah. talk about that? Yeah. About me being fat. Well, about like that. He wasn't like, wasn't like he. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We very open. I knew from the beginning, like we had a great emotional connection. Um, but we were like, is this gonna like work, work. out? I had only ever really been into fat guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. And we got together. He was like, 
medium, maybe a large. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's six foot tall. So he's a, he's a tall guy, but very, very like up and down thin. Um, and truth be told, like the first time I had sex with him, it was like, this is fucking weird. Like having sex with a thin body. My ex-husband is like 470 pounds, six, four. It's like a big motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And so having sex with this thin man, I was like, this shit is weird. definitely like a learning curve yeah um and even though like in between my ex-husband and my current partner like I did sleep with other thinner men no one like as thin as him like he's got the narrowest hips I've <laughs> ever seen in my life and yeah. even now that he's gained weight like his hips are still incredibly <laughs> <laughs> and so um we know we very openly discussed it which I think is healthy and good and yeah, yeah. there are things like you can't take personally Right. I was going to ask, like, I feel like, was it weird for you knowing that he's only dated women who are smaller? Like, was that ever something that like made you feel insecure or no? It feels like from the way you're speaking, no, like it didn't. I am very, very confident. Yeah. I have spent a lot of time in my body. I have been fat since second grade Mm -hmm. and the first 18 years of my life, I hated every cell in my body Mm -hmm. and I did a lot of self-discovery. And when I was in my like 19, 20, early twenties, I worked really hard on like loving my body. And, um, now I think I'm the fucking hottest person on earth. So does that mean that that's everyone's opinion? No, I love to say like, I am a great fucking cup of tea, but if you don't like tea, you won't like me, you know, (laughs) and that is perfectly okay. My self-worth is just that it does not come from outside sources. So I was never like, oh, like he has only slept with women who have like no roles. And I am like a giant role. Like I never, (laughs) that never made me feel insecure. It was more like, I am starting to really like him. And I think he is starting to really like me. And so if this part doesn't work out, it doesn't say anything about me, but it will suck. Yeah. You know? And so I very much am able to like separate those two things in my mind. Yeah. That's really healthy. I think so. Yeah. That's yeah. Very healthy. Took a lot of therapy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. (laughs) Kelly, it was so nice to have you on. This is fun. It's been a pleasure. I, it's great to chat with you. I mean, I've been listening to y'all for a year now. So, well, where did you find us? You know, I was thinking about that because I had a feeling y'all were going to ask me. And I, when I had started dating, I was looking at like different resources because I had been out of the game for like a long time. And really I had never dated as a real adult. I had only dated as like somebody in college. I mean, I got engaged when I was 24. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, um, and I was listening at the same time to like different fat activism podcasts, like maintenance Maintenance and, um, she's all fat, which is another great one. Um, and somehow somewhere in a comment, y'all were mentioned and y'all had only put out like two episodes Mm. and I was like hmm okay and I found y'all and that was it so Mm -hmm. that's cool and here we are full circle yeah (laughs) (laughs) so that's how I found y'all 
Oh, very cool. Yeah. Well, we usually say bye together. Saying bye. Bye. (laughs) So yeah, Nikki will count. Oh, I'm gonna I I you never follow my count, so maybe you count. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Follow along with us on Instagram and TikTok at swipe that. And if you're not a part of our private Facebook group, join that too. Just search Swipe That Podcast. And if you love us, make sure you subscribe and leave us a review.